We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Coach's Box. I'm Anthony Amico. You can find me on Twitter, at Amixta. And today, we're going to be discussing the screen game. Uh, before getting started, I just want to remind everyone that you can get a special 30% discount to a Rotoviz subscription by signing up through the podcast homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast. So today, we're going to be talking all about the screen game, uh, one of my favorite play types in all of football, if you've followed me. For any amount of time on Twitter, you know that throwing more screens is always a point of emphasis for me as a coach. Uh, So before we start talking a little bit more about the breakdown of the play, I just want to talk about, you know, why we want to throw screens, why the screen is a good play. I mean, for starters, it's a really nice change up against your opponent. Obviously, everybody has their system. They have the plays that they run. You know, the defense is probably at some point going to you know, dial up some kind of blitz or, you know, get really used to playing you a certain way. And because of how screens work, because we're, you know, moving blockers and getting them into space and, you know, free releasing usually a couple of defenders on the line after, you know, maybe some kind of count or whatever, you know, that throws people off. You know, you have guys who are rushing upfield, all of a sudden their rush is not impeded in the same way they're used to and they're trying to get a sack they're thinking oh great here you know here it is here's my big play and you know before they know it the ball is out and you know the back or the receiver has it behind them and they're picking up yards so 
It's a really nice changeup. I think it definitely works to keep your opponent honest. And it allows you to get skilled players in space, you know, with blockers. So whoever your best athlete is, maybe it's your running back, maybe it's your big wide receiver, maybe it's your slot guy, whoever it is, you know, you can get your dynamic athletes in space, which is definitely something I always want. And we can design the play so that he has lead blockers in front. Oftentimes, this is going to create chunk yards, which I think we know at this point is pretty important to scoring drives. I mean, at any level of football, it's really difficult to have, you know, the 15 play, eight minute drive where, you know, we convert five or six third downs and, you know, we're really methodically moving the ball down the field. That doesn't really happen. You really need to have, you know, one or two plays a drive where you pick up, you know, 15 yards, 20 yards, whatever it is. And screens can definitely do that for you. The other thing that I really like about screens is that they're pretty much viable on any down and distance situation. You can obviously run a screen on something like first and 10. Uh, you can run it on, you know, second and long, third and long, third and medium, second and medium. Uh, you know, we've even run screens before on fourth and short. It's definitely a play that you always have at your disposal. And, you know, there's definitely some feel to it. You need to have an idea of what the defense is doing and how they may be trying to play you. But I'll tell you what, there's nothing like calling a screen and everyone comes up field, it's executed perfectly. And you just watch your player run for, you know, 30, 40 yards. So it's definitely something that I think every coach needs, you know, in their arsenal. Now your basic screen types, of course, you know, you have your screen out of the backfield. This is your standard running back screen. Maybe it's a slip screen. You know, I know for us, we run, obviously you can run screens to the right, screens to the left, and middle screen. It doesn't really get <laughs> much more complicated than that. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that people have their blocking set up differently for each kind of screen. I know for us, if we run screen to the left, we're releasing you know, the center and over to the left. If we run screen to the right, we're releasing center and over to the right. And if we run middle screen, we're probably gonna release the whole line or at least the interior three players. But it's pretty simple on these running back screens. You're gonna have your offensive line pass protect. They're gonna kick set and they're gonna block their guy for some kind of account. Usually for us, it's 1-1000, 2-1000 release. And it's really important that these offensive linemen don't just let their man upfield, but they almost force him to come up the field. It's a little bit of an art, I think, to kind of induce the rusher up the field and then not like throw him violently in a way that's gonna create some kind of penalty, but just kind of force him to continue his momentum up the field as you slip by and you get to the next level to your assignment, usually some kind of linebacker or safety. The running back is going to step up. He's gonna also block for a count if a rusher even gets to him, but he has to be a little bit more aggressive, I'd say, with releasing his man because he's obviously getting the football, so there needs to be some space there. When he catches the football, he needs to just stick his foot in the ground, get upfield as best he can. I mean, the blockers should have that first level already passed by, so then we're really up until the linebacking level in the secondary, and this is just like an extended handoff for the running back. I mean, he's getting the ball, he's in space, it's his job to, you know, to find the crease, but it's really his job to get as many yards as possible as quickly as possible. If we run this play correctly, there should be lanes already developed for him to exploit. And then from the quarterback perspective, you know, again, we're, we're running out of the pistol, so I'm sure that if you're under center, this is probably a little different. Uh, but, you know, our quarterbacks will take a three-step drop, maybe have a quick hitch in there, 
And then he's gonna kind of bail out backwards. It's almost like three steps, then five steps. And on the way back, he just has to deliver the ball over that first level defenders right to the running back in a position where he can catch it comfortably and get upfield. I mean, a lot of the issues you'll have on the screen is not necessarily on the, on the running back being open, but it's gonna be on the quarterback, you know, maybe throwing it too high or too wide. You um, really want the running back to be able to get the ball comfortably so that he can get up the field as quickly as he can. You know, under center, you're probably starting out with a five-step drop. Anything that we're doing quarterback-wise is, again, going to be part of inducing those uh, players up the field, right? Because we're not going to just catch and throw and get guys to come up the field. We have to have, you know, some kind of elongated drop. And, of course, you know, there's variations off of this. I mean, the Patriots, uh, you know, are famous for, you know, having the throwback screen where they'll have two backs in the backfield. Maybe they have, you know, Deion Lewis and James White. Brady drops back. It looks like it's a screen to the right but he just pumps it and all of a sudden it's actually a screen to the left with the other back. Uh, usually get a bunch of yards on that. You can do that with a tight end as well. All great plays for sure. Uh, you know, then we can also, of course, screen out wide. Now you've got your simple now screen where the receiver is just gonna maybe take one jab step up the field and then turn, just catch the ball, get as many yards as he can. We can run a little bit more of a rocket screen where he's gonna take a hard step up and then come back down the line of scrimmage so that he catches it closer to the offensive line. Usually if we're gonna run that kind of a screen, we're going to release uh, you know, the play side tackle or tight end, whoever the last guy in the line of scrimmage is. We can release him out and we can have him go block you know, the corner or the strong safety. There's really a bunch of different ways uh, to do it, but you wanna just maximize your leverage. So I kind of feel like you, know, you get the big fella in space against a corner that's a matchup that you're probably going to win not just because you know obviously uh, from a strength perspective right if the tackler or tight end gets his hands on the corner it's probably over you know but that player is going to have to try to avoid the bigger lineman or tight end to make the tackle at all and you know in the process of avoiding him our skill guy our receiver or maybe we you know maybe we split out a running back whoever it is he can make that guy miss he can run around him and just get up the field so I really like releasing the last man for the corner. If there's a slot receiver in the play, he can just go up and get number two. You know, we're off to the races. So I, I definitely am a fan of, you know, receiver screens. And again, from the re receiver's perspective, you know, we're trying to get him some touches. You know, a lot of times, especially at high school, you know, especially at our level, you can have great skill guys and not have a great quarterback. You know, the great high school quarterback is really difficult to come by. So how are we going to get our really athletic or really skilled receivers and touches, well, we can just throw him some screens. And that's a really easy way to get his hands on the ball, get him in space, get him to make guys miss, and build you know not just his confidence, but also the quarterback's confidence, right? It's like shooting free throws. Just get a couple completions in, build our confidence, and then later in the game when we want him to throw you know, a deep corner route or a post route, you know, something that can really ignite our offense, you know, he has the confidence to do so because you know he knows He's five for seven right now. He's completed, you know, two or three screens. He's completed a couple of drag routes. He's ready. You know, we can go down the field. So there's definitely a big mental edge, I think, to running screens as well. And again, you can continue to get your best players the football pretty easily. We can also run screens, you know, to our interior receivers, just have them run a simple bubble. And the bubble screen is nice, obviously. It gets the player out there quick. We can have our number one wide receiver block head up on the corner. 
And, you know, the bubble screen is going to be a great play anytime that you have the defense out leveraged. You know, if you're playing a team that plays a lot of his own coverage, maybe they're too high, and that play side linebacker, he's buzzing out, but he's not head up on the receiver, because of course, if he was head up on the receiver, we just run the ball, but he's splitting the last mile of the line of scrimmage and the receiver. Well, if our receiver is a good player, we already have him beat just by alignment. So it's very easy. We just catch and throw, we get it to that guy. Receiver blocks number one, usually a corner. And we trust our guy, obviously, you know, to beat the linebacker to the edge and get, you know, five, six, seven yards. Maybe he breaks the tackle at the second level and he can go for a touchdown. So the bubble screen is certainly effective in that way. It's also a really great complement to a lot of plays. You know, we're a team that runs a lot of zone read and a really great complement to zone read is to also key in on that linebacker responsible for the slot guy. If the defensive end crashes down on his own replay and our quarterback is keeping it, certainly he can run. But if we coach our receivers to run a bubble to complement that route and to stay behind the line of scrimmage, then our quarterback has to make a great second read on the linebacker. Either that linebacker is going to expand with the receiver and our quarterback gets a really nice run lane, or he's going to come down and try to tackle our quarterback who can just flip it out quickly to the receiver. And now we have Essentially, the same situation we're talking about before with the bubble, except now there's no defender in pursuit on him. We really just have a one-on-one block on the outside, or maybe even that corner is running with our receiver if he you know, is good enough at deceiving and making it look like he's running a vertical route. And now we're talking about a play that can pretty easily pick up 15 or 20 yards. So the bubble screen can definitely be dynamic, even as just a complement to you know one of our core plays that we run as part of our offense. And of course, anytime that you run a screenplay, you definitely are going to have your fakes off the screen. I already mentioned the throwback, but you know if we've hit a team a couple times already with rocket screen or now screen, that's something that we can come back to. Just pump it quick, and our slot guy fake blocks his man, gets up the numbers, and all of a sudden we're off to the races. We get a nice. Hopefully easy completion if our quarterback is decent, you know, and that's a play that's going to hit for a touchdown, hit for a big gain, you know, maybe 30, 40, 50 yards. We can obviously do the same thing with the bubble, you know, pump the bubble, our receiver out wide, fakes the stock block, and then gets up the numbers, we throw it to him, and we score. So a lot of really great stuff that you can do off of the screen. That's why I really think that, you know, screen plays have to be a core and fundamental part of your offense. You know, we just discussed six or seven different things that you can do just off of a really simple play design. And it's something that can really give your offense, you know, the extra kick that it needs to, you know, have a big drive, score a touchdown, all the stuff that we love as offensive coaches. So that's going to do it for episode nine of the Coach's Box. Once again, this is Anthony Amico on Twitter at Amixta. Thanks for tuning in. Right now at T-Mobile, get an awesome iPhone XR on us when you bring your family over and trade in your old device. 
Because whether you have mom, dad, or a friend on your mind, it's a gift so bold and brilliant, you'll want to keep it for yourself. And most importantly, it's on us in six vibrant colors. Plus, with unlimited everything from T-Mobile, the awesome iPhone XR will have everyone snapping, streaming, and sharing to their heart's content all year long. But don't wait. It's only for a limited time. So visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE and get iPhone XR on us. If congested, customers using more than 50 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds due to prioritization. Video at 480p via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers plus tax. Qualifying trade-in, port-in, service, and finance agreement required. Contact us before canceling our credit stop and remaining balance due. 64 gigs, zero down, plus 3125 per month for 24 months. Pre-credit price, dollars 0% APR. One offer per account. This September at local area Subway restaurants, your meal purchase will help our neighbors in need. Purchase a sub drink and chips and help us donate 200,000 meals to local Feeding America food banks. Subway meal includes any sub salad or wrap with any drink and chips or two cookies. For every two meals purchased through September 30th, participating Subway restaurants will donate one meal up to 200,000 meals to San Francisco and East North South Bay Area food banks. One meal is the monetary equivalent of 10 cents. Meals secured by Feeding America on behalf of local member food banks. So pick up a great meal and make a difference in the community. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.